It's time for the only live and local sports talk show in the Black Hills. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and local sports. Exclusively on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. And streaming online right now at FoxSportsRapidCity.com. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show. Here's your host, Nate Brown. Oh, here we go. Good Friday afternoon. It is a free-for-all Friday on Fox Sports Rapid City. The Nate Brown Show is ready to go. Two hours thought-provoking sports talk, some high-energy stuff, and a big weekend, man, a big weekend. Women's Final Four tonight. So I got two daughters, so we're into that. We're into that. They love watching women's college basketball and, and, and that whole thing. Then we got the men's Final Four tomorrow. I'm in on that. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm literally going to be in BetMGM Sportsbook, Tin Lizzie. I'm, I'm juiced and ready for my dookie. So, so we got that. Things are popping uh, this weekend. And then you have the South Dakota State women winning last night in the WNIT beating UCLA. And they play in the WNIT championship tomorrow afternoon. So you want to talk some hoops? We are ready to go. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. And South Dakota Sports Talk Show is on Fox Sports Rapid City. Brought to you in part by Black Hills Urgent Care, where me and my family go to get better quicker. As a matter of fact, two locations to help you out on Haynes Avenue here in Rapid City. Also on Mountain View Road. That's in Bacon Park on the west side. Black Hills Urgent Care. They're open seven days a week. No need to have an appointment. Just walk right in. But if you want to avoid any weight you can schedule on your phone on the way bhucare.com bhucare.com black hills urgent care the faster way to get better friday show what do we got what do we got for you we got five questions from chris you know our great listener on fox sports rapid city that just just hammers me with questions i mean just hammers me i love it by the way i love it so i got five questions from chris and we'll do that uh this friday just the random questions about anything about anything rapid fire rapid answers i've got that a great guest lineup we'll go down to the final four tonight jim root college basketball analyst three-man weave he is at the final four we've had him on before uh action network as well jim root live from new orleans we'll break down the final four one more time hey Haley Timmer's going to join us tonight. How about this? I reached out to Haley, true freshman, South Dakota State, St. Thomas Moore, all-state player last year. And Haley Timmer scores 15 points. Rapid City Zone scores 15 last night in the win over UCLA. Haley Timmer, South Dakota State guard, true freshman, going to join us live from Brookings as they get set for the WNIT title game tomorrow. They play Seton Hall over there in Brookings tomorrow. Josh Pate's on the way, college football analyst, one of the best 24-7 sports. We got Josh Pate, late kick Josh tonight, national NFL writer for Fox Sports. Eric Williams live as well. So we got a Friday show jam-packed, ready to go for you. 720-1067 if you want to be on tonight. 720-1067. The Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar Sports Line live for you to the studio. And the Barons Wilson text line ready to go. Direct text the show. 720-1067. All right, so we'll start a little contest. Little contest to start the show. Little contest to start the show. Even if your bracket's busted... 
Well, I'm, I'm feeling good on a Friday, and I said, I got, I got a $30 gift card to Poor 54, and I'm going to throw one out, okay? So, you know, we have this big contest, the Bracket Challenge, and you guys signed up for this, hopefully. Many of you signed up for the Bracket Challenge, $250 gift card to Shields, $250 gift card to Poor 54 for the grand prize. I'm taking a look. We got some uh, people in the hunt here. It's going to come down to the final night, the Monday championship game. So even if your bracket's busted and you're not in our bracket challenge hunt, I'm going to just for listening on a Friday or to you tune into the Nate Brown show, I got $30 gift card for somebody to pour 54. And you have to tell us now as the final four in the men's side starts tomorrow, who wins the national championship. None of this waiting to see what happens tomorrow. Out of the final four, who wins the national championship? I want to see uh, which way the wind's going to blow here today um, on the Barons-Wilson text line. That's the way you can enter. So send in your national champion, men's college basketball, who's going to get crowned Monday night. Who do you have, even if your bracket's busted like mine? My, my, mine's busted. I'm toast. But who are you taking? I'll select my team later on. I'll give you the breakdown myself, who I'm going to take to win the national championship. Let us know. $30 gift card to Poor 54 will pull out a winner on Monday night, okay, after the title game. 720-1067, Barons-Wilson text line, $30 to Poor 54. Great place to watch the games uh, tomorrow. Great place. It's, it's always a great place. I know that. Um, 720-1067 on the Barons-Wilson text line, all right? So get those in. Who are you taking to win the national championship? Little uh, Friday contest st to start the show. And now I'm going to start with this. We're, we're going to go to a different category, a different topic. There's a lot to get to, but this one was interesting to me, and it'll, it'll shape our question of the day today. Okay? This one's interesting to me. Ohio State just did a... Long study here, and a pretty deep study. They're looking at football, kids and football. Ohio State just released this. They worked with the National Sports and Society Survey, and uh, Ohio State has a big initiative here, Sports and Society Initiative, and they look at various things, popularity of this sport, decline of that sport, and, and they're breaking things down and looking at trends when it comes to our youth, when it comes to what people think of each sport, um, participation, the whole thing. So this one came out today from Ohio State, and I don't think I should be shocked. I don't think I should be shocked, but I wonder if we're agreeing with the number that they, that they released here today. And what they're looking at, in a new study from Ohio State, they looked at, um, they surveyed random adults in every state, okay? This isn't just sports fans now. So sometimes I get caught in my own, you know, vacuum here. It's like, hey, everybody's a sports fan, right? Well, not really. But, you know, you all are. You all are. You wouldn't be here otherwise. So sometimes I get lost in my own vacuum. Well, how could they think this or how could they think that? They're not a sports fan. They're a booger eater. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I haven't used that term. <laughs> I haven't used that term in a while. It's a free-for-all Friday. I always called non-sports fans booger eaters, and, and we, we won't go there. We won't go there. Sports fans think one thing. Non-sports fans have a totally different mindset sometimes. So this survey, 
this study that Ohio State did, this hit every rant. I mean, it was random Americans, random, not sports fans, not people that have kids in sports. You just don't know. Okay. So, but they went to all 50 states, went to all 50 states, and they asked one question Should kids play tackle football? Okay. So, football is America's most popular sport. We all know this. I mean, football is king. I love a lot of different sports, but football's king from the NFL. We, we know this. But I look at this study from Ohio State today, and are we this divided? Are we this divided today? Look at this. So here it comes back from Ohio State today. Participants live in all 50 states, answered the survey, and they say, should kids play tackle football? The, the actual statement was, is tackle football an appropriate sport for kids to play? So, so there it is. I want to make sure we, we, we hit it right down the middle. Is tackle football an appropriate sport for kids to play? Okay. 50%. The results came back. Is it right down the middle? 50% of adults say today tackle football is not appropriate for kids to play. Okay, there's a lot of factors now shaping our perceptions here. There's a lot of factors, and we, we know this. And uh, we've seen some of this stuff over the last few years. Well, has popularity gone down in the participation, the concussion discussion, the, the whole thing? And so I've ran into people here in the Black Hills here in Rapid City. Um, I ran into a mom. Here's an example. A mom. She's very um, smart. Very solid, likes sports, loves kids to be active, the whole thing. Has a son, uh, good athlete, good athlete. Told me, told me, I'm not sure I'm going to have him play football. And I was kind of surprised at that one just right here in Rapid City. I said, huh? Well, there's some concerns there. And, you know, the more I look into it and, you know, I get, I just get worried about things. So that mom here in Rapid City how many more of those are out there, mom or dad, so to speak? And that's uh, uh, specifically, that was kind of a sports fan, not like a sports nut. You all are sports nuts on this station, on this show, I think. Um, that wasn't a sports nut, but a sports fan, not like, oh, sports are just terrible. They're dumb. They're for jocks and, you know, that person. So we probably ran into some of those people in the study from Ohio State. The study just hit everybody. Okay, you didn't know if you're a sports fan or, or involved or whatever. So you're going to have a percentage that say, yeah, tackle football is not appropriate for kids. But the number now got up to 50%. And I asked this question of the question of the day to you, 7201067. New Ohio State nationwide study says 50% of adults now say kids should not play tackle football. Kids in this um, situation are under 13 that that's what we that's what we reference as kids when people are looking at studies like this okay so you're talking about some of the little man football and, and some of that going on 50 percent of adults now say kids should not play tackle football do you buy those results now obviously they can't hit every american it's just like with political polling and, and whatever else 
Some people say, well, this pulls off and that pulls off. Is this pull off or does it give us a picture right now in 2022 where American adults are at, where American adults are at on kids playing football? Is there the concerns over the last, I don't know how many years now, but quite a few actually. You know, this has kind of come up as I've been doing this show periodically. Every year or so, there had been a, well, this story and that story, and, and then you the things kind of pile on, and you see it on the national news and some of this stuff. And, and I think, I just wonder if we have hit this number now, is that a real number to you? That's what I want to know. Is that a real number to you? 50% of adults say kids should not play tackle football. My question is, do you buy that? Or is the polling off? We were talking in uh, the Fox Sports Rapid City offices here, and my guy Matt Kearney, he loves high school football. He loves it, right? Loves it. Uh, that's high school. But So he loves high school football, and he said, I think that number's a little high. He said, I, I think that, I don't know, the Ohio State, they, they did the big study, but I think that number's a little high. Um, what say you? Do you buy it? Is that where we're at? America's most popular sport, but not for kids? One out of two adults say no. Thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. As I get older, I buy it more and more. And the reason I say that, how many metal slides do you see anymore for kids to slide down? <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. The, you know, but the safety, I mean, everything is on the, every, nobody wants to get hurt. Nobody mm. wants to even do anything physical anymore because they're afraid their child will get hurt. It doesn't matter what it mm. is. So I could see where there's concerns when it comes to football. And, I mean, and we, more we concerns have... than most, right? Because that's yeah, been talked yeah. about, right? Yep, yep. No, and, and there's a lot of sports you could get concussions in. It's just football has a bad reputation. It's always going back as a macho man sport. They're trying to make it safer and safer, but everybody lives in the past, you know. So I could see that number being a reality. Did our parents care less about us? No, I don't care less about. <laughs> well, <laughs> they might have. I, I don't know. But you used to go outside. You'd play outside. You'd do all this, and we just don't do it anymore. My own kids no. don't do it. I mean, right. And it's you know you used to be home when the streetlight came on. No, not anymore. No, you, I you know. Got, you, better, you know, you 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 gotta if you want to get a hold of your kid, you get a you gotta text them. You know. Yeah, it's downstairs. really changed. It's really changed. It, it really has, and I think we've just gotten we, we're over cautious on everything now. So I can see where that that number. You do that. one out of two. One out of two. Yeah, it, it it's scary. I love mm. football. Love it with a passion, and and seeing it, how it gets this reputation, I, and now with with today's media, it it's like a firestorm. No, right. doesn't like it. They even put more things on there. Yep, every so. story, and yep, I know it. Thanks, yep. man. I appreciate so, it. Hey, Thanks for have getting a good in. weekend. All right, you too. Thanks for getting on. Seven two zero one zero six seven. By the way. Um, I just ask you here. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying like the study's wrong. I mean, the the study is right. Okay, they looked at adults. I mean, you can look into it. I got two pages in front of me here, and I went through the whole thing of what Ohio State looked at here. And they they went across uh, demographics. They went across rural areas, suburbs, cities. Okay, Midwest, South, West Coast. I mean, they went across the board. Um, and they went at all 50 states, Ohio State did, and you know, they said tackle football. Is it an appropriate sport for kids to play? 
and they end up getting the number back. You know, people rank it one to four, and there was 50% who said it is not appropriate. It is not an appropriate sport. And I just asked, I was a little surprised by it, okay? I said, I don't know if I should be stunned. And, and because I've heard this, you know, I had a friend of mine here on this program, I don't know, this was years ago now, said um, football's going to be non-existent in the next decade. I think that was like five years ago now, right? <laughs> when, I, when I started this show, I think it was five years ago. I, I now can keep time a little better because I know I started this show five years ago. And so that was right when I got going. I said, football's going to be gone in a decade. So that would mean the next five years. And I said, no way. And I still say, no way. But one out of two adults now say, no tackle football for the kids. But what is on the rise? There is flag football on the rise. So there can be two things correct. Okay, It doesn't have to be a blanket wall. Is football's going to die or football is, is thriving. Here's where it is. The NFL and college football is through the roof. It is off the charts. Unbelievably popular and the number one entertainment in, in, on TV, on live TV. This is the number one sport. It is the big boy, okay, in charge. So that will, in my opinion, that's, that's going to be there. The NFL is king. It's almost untouchable. Almost untouchable in today's media environment, entertainment uh, environment. But I will say this. The factors and the discussion and all the parents, as that last caller said, parents, we are more concerned now than my parents were. And I made a joke about it. Hey, did my, did my parents love me less than... <laughs> uh, well, maybe because it's me. Maybe. You never know. But I say... They weren't worried about me doing this and doing that. And it's because, well, we didn't have this uh, technology and, and, you know, the the information and that whole thing. That's part of it. That's part of it. But I do think my parents were just, uh, I had great parents. But they weren't so worried about me doing this, doing that. Whoa, you're going to, oh, little Nate's going to be in big trouble. Okay. I didn't find it out on my own. Okay. I had to find it out. So I do think that the culture has changed where I said two things can be right. Football's king. Football, to me, will always be popular. There's a couple of things going here, though. But on the kids' side, on the younger side, our parents going to say, well, we want you to play football. Let's start out this way. Because I've heard about this study, and, I, and I've seen that concussion thing, and, and well, it's, it's getting safer, and there's people getting trained, and coaches are supposed to do a better job, and all these arguments, but I think parents are – Stepping back, if you got one out of two adults now, one out of two say, I mean, 50% say no tackle football, that uh, gets some attention here. So I do think that side of it is is real. I can't say, you know, maybe the number's a little high. If you catch a different group of people across 50 states uh, here in the fall, maybe it's different. But it does tell me that the number's probably fairly high anyway. If you don't think it's 50%, what is it? Um, amongst sports fans like you and I, it's probably not 50%. Okay, we're, you know, football fans are, oh, okay. You grab some football fans that have concern about the kids and then non-sports fans that don't give a rip at all, and now you got, now you hit the 50% number. Uh, listener text, the proportion of people against kids playing tackle is only going to grow bigger. 
hmm, the proportion of people against kids playing tackle is only going to grow bigger. Listener text, moms are worried about their sons getting C, uh, CRT. If there's a death on the field of an NFL game, it'll make things even harder to justify playing the game. And uh, it's interesting. The NFL has gone away from massive hits. College football is, you know, really hard on the targeting. So, I mean, it's, it's all trying to, trying to get these big-time collisions out of the game. But guess what? I have a feeling today, I just say this today, I don't think that's really helping the perception. What do you? Do you? I mean, protecting the QB. That, that's, they're, they're trying to protect their values. Okay, They're trying to protect their valuable asset. The NFL is. I don't think they're really worried about, well, we're going to protect players and then that's going to give us a good perception of the public. I don't think the targeting stuff, it, it's fine to do. It's good. We don't want guys getting their heads ripped off. I know, I know some people like that, but guys don't want to get their heads ripped off. I don't think it ultimately changes our perception of, yeah, you know, that's really helped and it's cleaned up the game and football's not as dangerous, so I'm going to let Jimmy Lipper go out and, you know, get trucked by a seventh grader. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think that's going to change that whole thing. I think this, uh, this horse is out of the barn, as they say. I think it was out of the barn a, uh, a few years ago. It's mainly about the last three or four years it's got hot and heavy. And now you're hitting the number 50%. Ohio State study just came out. Um, let's see what the listeners said. Just update the poll here. The Nate Brown Show question of the day. Do you buy the study? Do you, do you think it's an accurate picture? Ohio State says 50% of adults say kids should not play tackle football now. 50%. Do you buy it? 51%. Boy, this is tight. 51% of you say, yes, I buy the study. No surprise there. 49% of you say, no, it looks like an inflated number. Boy, we can't even get consensus there. 51% say, yeah, it's a good study. 49% say, yeah, that number seems big. I just, I'll just go back to what I said. Numbers, well, maybe it's not 50. Maybe it's not 50 in Rapid City, South Dakota. Maybe not. But um, the number's pretty big, I think. I think it's pretty big of parents concerned about the tackle football piece. Josh Pate on the way, college football analyst, 24-7 sports. Josh Pate and the Late Kick Podcast. I love Josh's work. He's going to join us live next. You're listening to the only live and local sports talk show in the Black Hills, the Nate Brown Show on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. Are creepy crawlers hanging around your house or maybe even in your house? Warren Chemical and Equipment Company has the answer for spiders, millipedes, crickets, saw bugs, and more. They carry professional-grade pest control products and applicators for do-it-yourself pest control, and they can advise you on how to use them. For professional hands-off pest control, call Warren Chemical and they'll handle your pest problems for you. Warren Chemical and Equipment Company. We kill bugs. Call us at 342-7644. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Partly cloudy skies tonight with lows around 29. West winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. A blend of clouds and sun tomorrow. High temperatures reach up to 59. Partly cloudy tomorrow night. Chance for scattered rain showers 35. Low 50s Sunday with a chance for mixed precipitation. Mid 60s partly cloudy Monday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently it's 46. 
At Black Hills Federal Credit Union, our top priority is providing value to our members. Since 1941, we have helped our neighbors buy homes and vehicles, finance their farms and ranches, insure their assets, and retire comfortably. From Custer to Sioux Falls, we live and work in our communities, and we treat our members like family. Visit bhfcu.com to learn more about how you can join. BHFCU is member-owned, not-for-profit, and federally insured by NCUA. Hey, sports parents and athletes, are you ready to up your game? Well, then it's time to get started at Rapid City's premier sports facility and training center, Rapid Skills. With 35,000 square feet of space, including basketball and volleyball courts, free weights, indoor turf, and more, Rapid Skills is ready to help you become your best. With a great team of coaches, various camps, and memberships available, Rapid Skills is creating champions. Get in the game at Rapid Skills. Learn more at rapidskillsathletictraining.com. In the past, if you needed auto body repair, you had to get multiple estimates and then try to get your car into a shop for repair. Well, not anymore. In most cases, you can stop by one shop, get your estimate, and schedule your car for a repair. The question now becomes which shop you choose. If you like quality, choose J&J Truck and Auto Body. They have ASE, PPG, and Gold iCar certifications that allow them to offer you a nationwide warranty. And they'll work with your insurance company so you're pleased with the outcome. J&J Truck and Auto Body, 1513 East Philadelphia. Hey, Rapid City, it's Doug Gottlieb. Join me weekdays from 1 to 4, right here on 106.7 FM and 11.50 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. And now let's get you back to the Nate Brown Show, Rapid City's sports talk show. We are off and running on a Friday. The Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Fox Sports National NFL writer Eric Williams is going to join us live. We'll go down to New Orleans tonight. Jim Roots on college basketball analyst, three-man weave action network. Jim Root live from the Final Four. I'll give you my national champion pick. Okay, I'm asking you for your picks today. Got a gift card to 454. We'll throw out on the Barron's Wilson text line. Who wins the national championship Monday night? Got to get it in tonight, 720-1067. That's the Barron's Wilson text line. A gift card to a winner to 454. Josh Pate's on a Friday. Hey, let's get him, man. Josh Pate, busy right now. 24-7 sports, college football analyst, the Late Kick Pod. Late Kick Live. It's all there on Twitter, at Late Kick Josh. Josh, it's good to have you back. How are you? Yes, good to be back, man. There's a lot going on around here. I tell you that. <laughs> I love it, though. I, uh, I like it as well. I want to get your take on this um, uh, situation that I talked about on the show last week. And, and I did a segment on it, a whole segment, and I want some of your, your insight because this is all a guess. It's, a, it's an estimate. But there was some crunching of the numbers by a company, and they said, hey, looking at these Power Five conferences, you look at over the next 10 years here, there's going to be massive jumps in payouts, massive jumps in these payouts. And so what they tell us, Josh, is the SEC is going to be at – 117 million a year. The Big Ten's going to be at 101 million a year, and all those other guys, Pac-12, ACC, Big 12, they're going to be down in the 60s and 50s. So that's not a Power Five. That's a Power Two. Do you buy it? Uh, I buy that the gap could be even more extreme than that. Yes, I buy that those are some conservative estimates of the gap uh, that will 
exponentially grow if we do forge down this path. So what was interesting, when the Pac-12 commissioner took over, I know a lot of people still don't know a whole lot about him. He's brand new on the scene out there, but he comes from a different world. came from the the casino world, the business world. And one of the first things publicly he said a lot that caught my ear, at least, is he said, I know I'm coming in and we're already in the middle of a, a college football playoff negotiation. This was about a year ago at this time. He said, you know, I'm not so sure we don't need to take this thing to market. And not a lot of people knew what he was talking about because, quite frankly, that's not language that's used in our world a whole lot. People kind of haphazardly get these deals done in back rooms, and you never really know what you could have been worth. Well, what he was talking about is every one of these conference commissioners were all in this race to get the playoff deal re-upped with who? Well, with ESPN, and it was going to be done before 2024. And he, he said... Why don't we just let the deal expire and let everyone bid on it? Anyway, I say all that to say when this thing got scrapped, a lot of people, and by this, I mean when the the last playoff proposal got scrapped a few months ago, a few weeks ago, however long it was, a lot of people ran to Twitter and ran to talk radio, and they tried to tell you, oh, my goodness, well, if we don't get this extended playoff, we are never going to get a shot for the little guy to compete in this sport. We're never going to get a shot for everyone to be included. And I said the same thing then as I do now, as I always have. Anyone who's been trying to sell you on this new model, this new proposed model, as the path towards the little guy having a shot is delusional. Either they they don't know what they're talking about, or worse, they're intentionally misleading you. Because what you just described that is that new world. You've got a divide that's going to be so extreme, you'll end up looking at the sport and asking, why are we even pretending like these conferences are similar? Right now we call them Power Five. Why are we even pretending that these two behemoth conferences over here are even the same thing as whatever the Pac-12 is at that point? Uh, Diego Klykoff saw that when he walked in the door. A lot more people saw it when The Athletic put out that piece the other day. Yeah, I look at it, I say, so So your point, Josh, is a 12-team playoff just means more SEC teams, more Big Ten teams, not not more teams. Y- yes, and you got to understand, the, one of the big hang-ups with this last go-round of negotiation was Greg Sankey, who is the SEC commissioner, he was okay with a 12-team field, but what he was never going to sign off on is any kind of model where all the conferences got an auto bid for their champ. Yeah. He was of the opinion, very steadfast, that if we're going to have 12 teams, if you're going to have six auto bids, you're going to have six at-large spots. You're not going to have more auto bid spots than at-large spots. And I say that emphatically to remind anyone who's listening that thinks a 12-team playoff with a bunch of these auto bids means that the SEC can't choke the life out of it. You're never getting it. You need their signature or it's dead. And they have told you flat out, only way we're agreeing to that is if we can essentially have a format where we can load it up with our teams any given year. That's why I just told you, I think that estimate you gave is conservative because that doesn't even assume how many SEC teams or Big Ten teams are making the playoff any given year. Because that just widens the gap even further and here's what really is going to be the nightmare scenario that will leave people asking, what have we done? Statistically, you are increasing the odds that you get all SEC title games or all SEC Big Ten title games 
And you're going to end up with a situation where three of your four, or maybe all four of your four semifinalists are SEC teams as well. And you're probably going to be at a situation where there is no bridge behind you at that point because you've already burned it. Yeah, it's interesting. Really interesting out of the athletic. Josh Pate on tonight. Late Kick Josh on Twitter. The Late Kick Pod. Download it where you get your podcast. Really good college football uh, podcast. So I'm going to ask you about uh, this scenario um, in Texas, okay? Uh, Texas A&M has the number one class. Um, how big of a gap do we have between Texas A&M and Texas, for example? Well, you know, Texas A&M has still got a lot to prove on the field. Uh, they did bring in a class that is out of this world good this past cycle. But I'll tell you, Texas signed a top five class, too. And they're both, well, I'll say Texas a lot more than A&M, is in a situation where they're having to overhaul a lot of what they have. Whereas at A&M, that staff's several years in, so they're just stocking the cupboard with more of what they already had. But I'm really interested to see what kind of dynamic you see at Texas this year with Quinn Ewers coming in, who is a, as big a quarterback talent as you'll ever get. He comes in there, and it kind of coincides with them overhauling a lot of their roster. I mean, a big chunk of their roster, Nate, they're overturning via the portal, both entrance and exit doors on the portal been working in Austin. Uh, I'm interested to see that because, see, this year will be the first year where I think bona fide expectation is being put on A&M and Jimbo Fisher. I'm not saying they never have expectation. I'm saying this will be the first year where someone says, all right, well, it's time now to do this. And by this, they may mean, they may mean 10 wins. They may mean win the West. Uh, but I, I personally think they're another year away from doing that out there. Um, and I, conversely, I think Texas, if everything were to go right, which we say every year, and I'll say it again this year, if everything were to go right, that's the kind of team that could go from five wins to challenging for the Big 12 this year, mm. which would lead you to believe, oh, that must mean Texas is better as a program than a and It wouldn't mean that at all. It would just mean that's the way the ball bounced this particular year. But what it would do for perception would be nothing short of great considering they're about to be in the same conference again. Yeah, two big brands, and I wanted to see. Where's the where's the uh, gap there, Texas A&M, Texas? Josh Payton, a couple more. I'll let him run. New coach at USC, Lincoln Riley. New coach, Cristobal at, at Miami. Who gets better quicker? Uh, I think Lincoln Riley can do stuff fairly immediately out there, but as soon as I say that, I could also make a solid argument. Miami may play in the ACC championship game this year. Uh, I, I, I think both of them are inheriting good enough roster situations. I don't think USC is as talented as you may be led to believe just because it's USC. Uh, they had a clunker recruiting class a couple of cycles ago. I mean, they finished in the 60s. It looked like a typo. And um, but, but having said that, he brought in Caleb Williams with him from Oklahoma, and he's brought in a lot of talent via the transfer portal. It's a very workable division and schedule out there. They're going to have to shoot out a lot of teams. They do not have the defensive horses to be able to win games in the, in the upper teams to low 20s, nor does Lincoln Riley want to. But at Miami, you know, I'm almost of the opinion down there this year that whatever they do on the field is great. But I am of the opinion they are going to push to have a top five class of their own this upcoming cycle. And I've gotten some pushback on that, which just means there's differing opinions out there in the marketplace. It's not the first time. Uh, they've got to prove some people wrong. And I think they will. And if they do that and they end up going and snatching one of these big-time quarterbacks, then it'll be game on in the ACC and in the Pac-12. And, and you also have the benefit, if those two programs are rolling, 
they're locking down their geographical recruiting areas, which means there's less of a drain of talent going to Clemson and Tuscaloosa and Columbus, Ohio. I'll tell you, Mark Emmert, president of the NCAA, Josh, yesterday is at the Final Four. He said, we got to get this name, image, and likeness thing figured out, and, and Congress has to do something. 30-plus states have different laws. Um, schools have different rules. And we got uh, some high school kids signing multi-million dollar deals. They aren't even at the university yet. You're not supposed to use it as a recruitment inducement. Um, where's this going to lead us here? Down a quagmire. Listen, when is the last time, and I'll just speak blandly, when is the last time anyone ever said, I need, con- I need Congress to fix this for me, and it actually happened. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Everybody, it's a bipartisan agreement. It never happens. And I've always thought that the actual answer to this is get control of it before you yes. have to ask Congress for help. Yes. Once you've reached this point, number one, you just neutered yourself. If you didn't do it a long time ago, you just neutered yourself. And secondly, there's no, if you think you've got a mess now, imagine trying to get that legislative body to solve it for you with 14 different agendas in the room at one time to begin with. I have no faith and confidence that we'll get that figured out anytime soon. None. It's uh, the, the old saying, Josh, it's an act of Congress. Yeah, and it's going to take a while. I have a feeling as well. Josh Pate, tonight, Lake Kick Podcast, Lake Kick Live. Follow him on Twitter. Best place to do it, Lake Kick Josh, 24-7 sports college football analyst. Josh, always great. Thanks for the time. Appreciate it, Nate. Appreciate it. Um, Josh Pate, Fox Sports Rapid City, here on the Nate Brown Show, one of the number one college football guys in the country. He has exploded uh, this past year. We got him on about a year ago, about a year ago, and he's just exploded. Really, really good insight. Connected, um, really good coverage. Josh Pate, college football analyst, 24-7 sports. His podcast is Late Kick, the Late Kick podcast. So his, his thing on this, uh, coming out from The Athletic, everybody crunched these numbers. If we go to a 12-team college football playoff, that's what all the fans want. We want it, right? Expand it. Expand it. He, th- he says, you're just going to get more SEC and Big Ten schools <laughs> in the 12-teamer. So it's just going to be a, a windfall uh, with the money, a windfall with the payout. And um, that's probably right. You know, it's kind of like we were talking about March Madness. Somebody threw out, well, maybe we should have our own Power 5 March Madness. All the fans would hate it. We love the St. Peter's stories, the Butlers, the George Masons, right? We love these stories. But the Power 5, they like money. They, they say, we could get one more Big East, one more Big Ten, four more SECs. Yeah, we don't need S. Uh, who needs uh, St. Peter's? Kentucky sure didn't, right? Fans love it. Big boys don't, uh, especially the big money. Coming right back, let's go to South Dakota State. How about this? The WNIT Championship tomorrow, 2 o'clock. Brookings be on CBS Sports Network. A true freshman guard from Rapid City. Had a heck of a game last night. An All-Stater at St. Thomas More leads to a great year at South Dakota State for Haley Timmer. She'll explain her first season as a Jackrabbit. Joins us live next. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. 
nothing compares to the giveaways at First Gold Gaming Resort. Our promo hot seat drawings every weekend pay out over $34,000. Saturday night's Lucky 7s drawings award players with another twenty one grand in cash. On April 30th, the Golden Cash Blast pays out another $12,000 in cash. Plus, First Gold has slot tournaments every Friday and Sunday, totaling $16,000 in prize packages. All told, that's over $80,000 every single month at First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. I'm with Brian from Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail. You've added another new product to your arsenal. The Braxton Creek Bushwhackers are back in stock, and it's been a long wait, so hurry in before they're gone again. I tell you, these little rascals got so many options for their size, it's unreal. Amazing little units, complete with kitchen, sink, cooktop, cooler, memory foam mattress, even a built-in furnace and air conditioning system. It really is incredible, all the amenities these teardrops have, folks. To have their own heating and cooling system in a unit this size, you got to be kidding. Unbelievable. Totally self-contained off-road suspension campers with their own battery power and propane tank and they're solar ready too. They even have a built-in stereo and come pre-wired for TV. With over 2 million acres just minutes away it's time for adventure junkies to head for the hills. Hey, there's no better way to disappear for a while in one of these little campers, people. You just gotta see these bushwhacker teardrops. Now at Anytime Auto Sales. See AnytimeAnytime.com and as always at the corner of Highway 79 in East Minnesota. Anytime Auto Sales. There can be no doubt. Losing a loved one is always difficult. At O. Simon Schmidt Funeral Home, we strive to meet your emotional needs with compassion, kindness, and understanding. The caring staff at O. Simon Schmidt Funeral Home recognizes the importance of celebrating a life that was lived with dignity, respect, and professionalism. Serving local families in their special time of need for generations. O. Simon Schmidt Funeral Home, Rapid City. Phone 343-0077 or visit osimeschmidt.com. We all know life's busy, and if you get sick, you can get behind pretty quick. That's where Black Hills Urgent Care comes in. No appointments needed, no long waits, just fast, affordable care to get you feeling better quicker. Black Hills Urgent Care has two locations in Rapid City on Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road. You can simply check in online at bhucare.com. That's with the letter U, bhucare.com. When you need care, see the team at Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in on a Friday on the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show, live here on Fox Sports Rapid City, 1067 FM, 1150 AM on the radio side. Thanks for checking in. Also bring us up on your phone on Twitter, at Nate Brown Show. Follow us there, and you can watch the show live. Welcome into the studio, at Nate Brown Show on Twitter. And also there, FoxSportsRapidCity.com, the live audio stream anywhere you can listen to it. Boy, that was fun last night. South Dakota State had a sellout, and the Jackrabbits beat UCLA by three. South Dakota State women, 28-9. And they're in the WNIT championship tomorrow afternoon, taking on Seton Hall, hosting at Brookings. Well, I'll tell you, she's a freshman. This is just, she was just playing high school hoops. We know this. Watched her at St. Thomas More a lot. All-state player, great player, and now she's at South Dakota State as a freshman. She dropped 15 points last night in the win. 
over UCLA, and she's here on the Nate Brown Show giving us some time from Brookings on Fox Sports Rapid City. It's Haley Timmer. Um, Haley, it's good to have you on. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for your time. So this has probably been a whirlwind for you. I'll just, uh, we'll get to the game last night, the whole thing. But as a freshman, adjusting to college basketball, you you must uh, adjust pretty quickly here. How would you evaluate this season? Yeah, for sure. It's definitely been a huge learning experience for me. Just going from high school to college has been a big adjustment. But I think definitely taking strides this year as the year has gone on. I'll tell you, um, you have to adjust to a lot of stuff. School, being away from home, uh, playing under a new coach, the college level of play. What has been the most challenging for you, would you say? Yeah, I think definitely there's a lot of challenging basketball elements, but I think probably the most challenging thing for me is just being away from home and adapting on those sides of things, for sure. Let me ask you about this team. Um, you're a freshman, you come in, there's some good leadership there, um, some other kids from South Dakota, but um, you're, you're getting to know players. Talk about what this team is like, your team atmosphere. Um, the team is amazing, honestly. From day one, they're so welcoming, and it just feels like a family. We, we are all like best friends with each other, and I think that really translates to the court. So it's really fun to play on this team just because of that, and we all just trust in each other, and I think that just gives – like me individually and everyone else on the team, lots of confidence, just that we have each other's back and just trust each other so much. Did you envision this, Haley? I mean, I talked to you last year and had you on and had an unbelievable career at St. Thomas More, and it's like, we're going to go to South Dakota State. I had you on when, when you made that choice. Did you envision mm-hmm. this season contributing? You're shooting nearly 40% from three, eight points a game third on the team in offensive rebounds freshman year did you envision this with this program you know it was kind of hard to see or hard to know what to expect but I think I just came in with the mindset of I'm going to do what I can do to contribute to this team and just let the game come to me as much as I can well you've done that and (laughs) had a great game last night Haley Timmers on South Dakota State guard um, freshman for the Jacks she had 15 points last night as they beat UCLA in the semifinals so let's go back here you guys had an unbelievable year only one loss in the conference to USD we all saw them and what they did great team you're 28 and 9 right now I just want to ask you as a player you go hey we didn't win the Summit League, but, boy, we seem like we're as good as some of these teams in the NCAA tournament. What was that night like when you found out you weren't going? Yeah, definitely disappointment because we just know we're a type of team that can be in the NCAA tournament. But I think just being in the WNIT has been a great experience and a great chance to just prove what we can do. Okay, so, so, so you go from, well, a little disappointment to – then how do you have to flip here? I mean, WNIT's like, well, we're, we're not in the NCAA tournament, but now we got to stay motivated here. Was this team obviously um, trying to send a message here in the WNIT? Yeah, for sure. I think we just looked at it as a great opportunity to keep playing in March, and not a lot of teams are still playing right now, obviously. So we're just feeling fortunate to keep playing and just show what we can do, even if that's not in the NCAA. Do you think the Summit League could get two teams in in the future? Yeah, definitely. It's definitely happened in the past, too, where one of the teams gets an at-large bid. But I I don't know if they would ever go for a 
two qualifications. No, I know it's tough. I, I think I think the conference is really, really good, um, but um, you guys could have gotten at-large bid. Now you're in the WNIT. How about last night's game, UCLA? Um, it was closer last night, so, so give me your evaluation of the game. You had a great game yourself. Um, kind of nerve-wracking. How did how did uh, the game go for you guys? Yeah, it was a roller coaster, but I think just being at Frost in front of all those fans that are rooting for you just makes a huge difference, just trusting each other and feeding off the crowd when we can and just sticking together. And, yeah, we came out on top, but it was definitely a little nerve-wracking at times. You only win by three. They beat UCLA last night, the Jackrabbits. This is Haley Timmer, freshman for the Jackrabbits, had 15 last night. Okay, I'm going to talk about that crowd because I look at it I say, South Dakota has unbelievable support, um, and you guys have had great crowds. How about that sellout last night when you look up there? What's that like? I mean, you've played in front of big crowds, but not like that. Yeah, I mean, the word I used to describe it is electric, but I don't even know if that does it justice. It was crazy in there, and yeah, sold out crowd. It was crazy. I love to uh, I love to see the support, and now tomorrow. Um, quick turnaround. So what's Coach Johnston? How, how does this go? You guys probably already have to focus on Seton Hall. How's the preparation go? What's this uh, matchup look like? Yeah, we've already looked at some film and walked through some of the things that they'll run. So I think just sticking to our plan as much as we can. Obviously, we haven't had a ton of time to prepare for them, but we know what we can do and just getting our cute enough on matchups and doing what we can do. Seton Hall is uh, gimming into Brookings tomorrow, and it should be another great crowd, I would expect. They sold it out last night. The Jackrabbit women are 28-9. Haley Timmer, one of the great players uh, for the Jacks this year, is a freshman, 15 points last night. So give me your mindset right now. You're just – it looks like, honestly, when I watch the games, I watch you, I go, it doesn't look like you're nervous. It doesn't look like you're a freshman. It, you just look like you're playing basketball at St. Thomas More. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I try to stay calm and, and just know that my team is so talented that I don't have to do everything for the team, and I just trust my teammates that we all make plays at different times. So I think there's definitely peace in knowing that, and everyone steps up to the plate at different times. So we all kind of can relax just knowing that we have each other's back in that way. Well, you've been very solid and uh, hit some big shots, hit some big ones down the stretch last night to put the the Jackrabbits up for the final time. As a matter of fact, hit a jumper, and South Dakota State went on to beat UCLA. Haley, it's good to talk to you. It's fun to watch you. Uh, Good luck tomorrow. It's a big game. Good luck to you. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for the time. I uh, wanted to get her on. Haley Timmer gives us some time from Brookings. She's been busy as South Dakota State's on a big run in the WNIT, winning last night over UCLA by three. Jackrabbits are 28-9. Haley Timmer out of St. Thomas More. Freshman, 15 points last night. She's averaging eight a game, 40% from three-point range, third on the team in offensive boards, um, just hitting a lot, of, a lot of great shots, a lot of good plays. That's fun to see. Love to see it. Boy, St. Thomas Moore's had some great players. Some great players, I will tell you. Haley Timmer, you've seen some D1 players. Duffy's, okay, Swedland, Drew Gilton, they're all out there. Um, Haley Timmer in South Dakota State tomorrow against Seton Hall. That's a 2 o'clock hitter 
on CBS Sports Network. And the Jackrabbit women win the WNIT. Uh, good to have her on. Haley Timmer, All-State at St. Thomas More, turns right around freshman year and contributes big time. You don't see that that often. On a high, high-level team like the Jackrabbit women, really good, 28-9. True freshman, contributing really, really uh, key plays. Plays a lot of minutes, 36 minutes, I think I saw last night from Haley Timmer. 36 minutes, okay? Uh, big contributor. Watch her tomorrow. CBS Sports Network. Jackrabbits trying to beat Seton Hall in the WNIT. We'll go down to the Final Four next. Let's talk more hoops, man. This is, a, this is my wheelhouse. March is my wheelhouse. I know it's April now, but, you know, like March into early April, this is the wheelhouse. Women's hoops, men's hoops, Final Four. Here's what I need from you, okay? If you haven't sent it in, you want a uh, chance to win a gift card to Poor 54. Even if your bracket's busted, I'm giving you a little consolation prize today. 720-1067 on the Barons-Wilson text line. Who wins the national championship on the men's side? Okay? So, a little consolation. My bracket's busted. I'm going to tell you who I think wins this thing. I want to know who you think wins it. Before the Final Four starts tomorrow, Duke, UNC, Kansas, Villanova. Who are you taking to win the national championship? You get it right. We'll get you a $30 gift card to pour 54 on whoever gets in on 720-1067 on the Barons-Wilson text line, okay? The Nate Brown Show national champion prediction. That's your prediction, okay? Who wins it? you got to send it. And if you get it right after Monday night, we'll set you up with a gift card to pour 54 downtown Rapid City. Who are you taking? Let's ask Jim Root, college basketball analyst, live from New Orleans at the Final Four Action Network on the way. This is the Nate Brown Show. At Ace Steel and Recycling in Rapid City, our goal is to make recycling your materials so quick, so easy, and so profitable that you'll become a lifetime recycler. At Ace Steel and Recycling, we buy, process, and ship scrap iron, automobiles, stainless steel, and aluminum, including cans and cast. We also buy insulated wiring, as well as copper, brass, lead, batteries, zinc, and tungsten carbide. Visit acesteelusa.com or give us a call at 342-8649. Ace Steel and Recycling, 2830 Eglin Street. Rapid City. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Partly cloudy skies tonight with lows around 29. West winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. A blend of clouds and sun tomorrow. High temperatures reach up to 59. Partly cloudy tomorrow night. Chance for scattered rain showers 35. Low 50s Sunday with a chance for mixed precipitation. Mid 60s partly cloudy Monday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 46. We're all going somewhere. Going higher, faster, farther. Going in new directions, to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care. With the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring. Keep making memories. Keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health slash orthopedics. 
Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive across from Cabela's and on JB Road, Blackhawk. The Heater Associates at Thriving are proud to support local youth sports in Rapid City. Matt and Miles Heater at Thriving are also ready to help individuals, families, and small businesses here in the Black Hills reach their financial goals. Let Matt and Miles Heater be your resource to help you make well-informed decisions for your financial future. Don't put it off any longer. Put a plan in motion with Thriving and the Heater Associates. Just Google the Heater Associates in Rapid City. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 a.m. Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Nate. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show Live. Let's go to New Orleans Final Four. Yes, I'm Jack for tomorrow. I'll be at BetMGM Sportsbook 10 Lizzie tomorrow. Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Villanova. But we got to go to Jim Root, college basketball analyst, three-man weave. Does work for Action Network. Find him on Twitter at Second Chance Points. It's Jim Root back on Fox Sports Rapid City here on the Nate Brown Show Live from the Final Four. Jim, it's good to get you on. How are you? I'm great. I apologize if there's any ambient noise in the background. I'm, I'm hanging out at the three-on-three three down here in New Orleans, getting some basketball in before uh, the, the real big ones are tomorrow. No, I like it. I like it. It's okay, man. It's live on location. I'm good with it. Um, <laughs> let, let me ask you about this final four. The Blue Bloods are playing. Um, I asked my audience, do we want the Blue Bloods or do we need a, an upset team, a St. Peter's or whoever? Um, the audience said we want the Blue Bloods. What do you think college basketball fans want? I, I prefer, especially at this stage in the tournament, I want the Blue Bloods. I think early on you love a great upset story, and, and even St. Peter's getting all the, all the way to the Elite Eight for the first time ever as a 15 seed was, was pretty cool. But now Final Four, biggest stage of the sport, we got the teams that are playing the best, and we got the stories behind the, the programs and all the history, the tradition. I kind of prefer it this way when we get down to the, the nitty-gritty of the biggest games of the year here. I want to ask you about my Duke team, man. I'm a Duke fan, okay, so I've watched them for a long time. Leitner, Bobby Hurley, Grant Hill, the whole thing. So I'm a Dukie, and I saw this year's team, and I watched them quite a bit, and I go, yeah, there's just something not quite right. They, they're losing at home. They're just inconsistent. And now they've turned it up. I've watched every tournament game for Duke. They've turned it up. Uh, the point guard's playing well. Ben Caro's playing well. Williams down low, really, really good. This is like who they're supposed to be. 
What do you think Duke did to turn this around? That's a great question. I, I don't know if it was anything specific. I, a, a lot during the year we always said uh, Duke games are about Duke and their engagement factor and, and how locked in they are. And so I think that was explained some of the home losses where you know, it would be after a really big win, they might have a little letdown. Like after they beat Gonzaga, they lost to Ohio State. I think after they beat Carolina the first time, they lost at home the next game out. Uh, I can't remember which one it was, but it was a little bit of a youth factor with them where they were more prone to some of those lapses in focus and effort. Uh, and now there's no excuse for that. Like this is, this is the postseason. It seems like the young guys have dialed in. Uh, Griffin has really molded into the rotation. Obviously that happened like mid season, but it seems like they're all very comfortable with each other, with their roles. And they know there's no bigger stage than where they're at right now. And so I don't think we're getting any of the, the letdown efforts that sometimes young teams are prone to. They're, they're fully dialed in now. Is North Carolina good enough to beat them? I have a feeling they are. Um, not like that last game at Cameron, but I think North Carolina's really, really playing well, obviously, and was underseeded, I think. Um, can they beat them? Yeah, definitely. I, I, I think Duke will win, but I, I don't think it's any sort of walkover. Um, for I don't know if anyone's familiar with the site BartTorvik.com, but it's kind of a, a Ken Palm equivalent, an analytical ranking site, and you can filter by date. And since February 17th, which is the day after UNC lost to Pittsburgh, they're the number one team in the country. That's how well they've been playing uh, just over that one-month span, basically. So they're fully capable. They've got the talent on the roster. You go back to some of like the recruiting pedigree that they have. Uh, and they're not deep. They, they pretty much are, are playing that main five uh, group of five guys. But they are every bit enough talented to, to take down Duke if the Blue Devils aren't careful here. Jim Root on tonight. Second Chance Points on Twitter. Follow him, uh, follow him there at Second Chance Points. College basketball analyst, three-man weave, Action Network. Let's go to the other one. Kansas-Villanova. Big injury for Villanova, I think, uh, hurts them. Um, and I think Kansas, they're pretty deep, play a lot of players. I feel I almost feel the most comfortable that Kansas wins out of, out of both of the games tomorrow. Yeah, this one's the ultimate clash in styles. You mentioned the depth that Kansas has, and Villanova has absolutely none of it now without Moore. They were really only playing six guys before Justin Moore tore his Achilles. So th th this is going to be a big-time push-pull in terms of Kansas wanting to run make this an up-tempo game, get a lot of possessions where they can get Villanova in foul trouble and, and wear them down. Uh, but Villanova, on the other hand, they're going to want to slow it down. I think every defensive rebound they get, every steal, even every time they take it out of the basket, they're going to walk the, floor, uh, walk the ball to the floor, keep this as low tempo as possible, uh, just to minimize the, the edge that Kansas can get with their depth and with the foul trouble that could, that could happen. So I, I do think Kansas has the slight edge. Uh, but slight. It's on, okay. Slight edge. Yes, I think this will be a close game. I, again, I don't think uh, I don't think it'll be a blowout either. I feel like after the Elite Eight, we're owed some close games in this tournament, and I think we're going to get them tomorrow. Okay, so I asked my audience, pick the national champion on the Friday before. Pick who wins it Monday night. Um, I can't remember what your bracket said, Jim, but how is it looking, and and who wins Monday night's championship? Well, I, I'm, my bracket's looking forward to the big Gonzaga-Arizona showdown in the final. <laughs> that was I'm, mine. I'm, I'm all all right. Yeah. That was mine. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So we nailed that. Yep. Uh, no, at, at this point, as soon as I saw Duke 
score the way they did against the number one defense in the country in Texas Tech, uh, I flipped all the way over. I, I was like, this team is realizing its potential. They had a couple uh, late games where they were down or close with Michigan State and Texas Tech, and they rose to the occasion rather than getting rattled by some of the pressure. So I think it's Duke's title to win now. They're, they're the, the betting market favorite, and I think deservedly so, just because the talent they have and and uh, what they've shown over the past couple of weeks there. Jim Rood hopping on tonight from the Final Four. A little three-on-three tourney action going on tonight in New Orleans. Threemanweave.com, okay, with dashes in there. Look up Three Man Weave and Action Network. Jim Root, Second Chance Points. Find him on Twitter at Second Chance Points. Jim, enjoy it, man. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks for letting me let me come and uh, annoy you for a little bit. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate the time, Jim Rubon, uh, Root on tonight. College basketball analyst, three man weave, and uh, Action Network. Good college basketball guy. We had him on before and wanted to get him from the Final Four. Find him on Twitter at Second Chance Points. His pick is Duke. His pick is Duke. Now, what am I supposed to do here? What am I supposed to do? I'm a Duke fan, and Everybody I've had on this week. I mean everybody. I mean, i got to go through the uh, list of college basketball guys we've had. I know Doug Gottlieb yesterday. Doug came on the show yesterday. He picked Duke. Um, who did we have? I know we've had every, we had a college basketball guy on every week or every day this week. And everybody's picked Duke. Everybody has picked Duke. So what am I supposed to do? My wife tells me, well, you got to pick Duke. She's a big Duke fan. She picked Duke to win the whole thing. Like, her bracket's still looking okay. Didn't do too well early on, but, you know, she doesn't listen to me. So, um, But I don't listen to her on Duke. So, you know, it is what it is. She's got Duke. What am I supposed to do? I'm sitting here thinking, who's going to win the national championship? The Final Four is great. What great games tomorrow. I'm just jacked for it. It's a massive. It's a big one with North Carolina Duke. That's just massive. The rivalry. The intensity. See, I don't know if people realize that whole thing here in Rapid City. I mean, we know the rivalry, Duke-North Carolina, but unless you're a Duke fan, unless you've watched Duke-North Carolina every year, like I mean, I've watched them every year. That's sometimes when I'm disengaged sometimes. Like, ah, oh, Duke's not that good. I, I'm watching those games. And now they're playing Final Four? It's it's the biggest game in, in history of Duke-North Carolina. It is. Tomorrow, Duke-North Carolina, biggest game in history in that matchup out of all those matchups. And so am I Am I supposed to just pick Duke? Everybody's telling me, well, they're, they're good. And that, what does that tell me? That gets me scared. That gets me walking back. That gets me uh, on the edge. I say, Duke's going to win. Everybody's saying they're going to win. How about you guys? Okay, let's, uh, let's go to the uh, Barons-Wilson text line. 720-1067, 720-1067, the Barons-Wilson text line contest today. If you haven't heard it, I'm just asking you for your national champion in men's college basketball. Who are you taking today to win the whole thing when they cut down the nets Monday night? Who are you taking? And if you get it, okay, we're, we're, we might have multiple people, but we'll pull you out. Um, we'll pull one person out to win a $30 gift card to Poor 54, downtown Rapid City. Want a little, some beer, some food, Poor 54. I've got a little consolation prize. Feeling happy on a Friday, okay? So I say give me your national champion tonight. If you want to do that right now, enter the contest. You might just get that Monday night, 720-1067. The Barron's Wilson text line. Text it in. 
and we'll put you into the contest. We'll pull you out if you win it Monday night. Who wins the national championship? Are you are you going Duke? Listener text. Okay, Kansas, Duke, Duke, Duke. <laughs> I don't like how this is going. I don't like how uh, listener text. You gotta pick Duke. I have to pick Duke. <laughs> I guess I have to. Um, listener text. It's Kansas versus Duke in Kansas winning. Oh, so another another Kansas vote. I thought there would be enough Duke haters that people would be like, oh, no, they're not going to win it. But, see, they want to win the poor 54 gift card. I know how that goes. So you're rolling with Duke. Oh, that's the Fox Sports Rapid City audience uh, so far. Send it in, 720-1067. Let's look at the latest poll of who is picking who. 720-1067, the Barons-Wilson text line. Somebody will win a $30 gift card to poor 54 from us on Monday night. Set you up a little dinner and drinks. Who are you? Who are you picking? Wow, the audience here it is. Fifty percent right at the number picking Duke. Twenty-four percent say Kansas. Seventeen percent North Carolina. Ten percent Villanova. Duke getting fifty percent of the vote as it's broken out over those four teams. Duke getting fifty percent, a clear favorite. Back in the drive at five on the Nate Brown Show. What do I got to do? You know, it's a Friday. We're gonna have a little fun. Five questions from Chris, the Fox Sports Rapid City number one fan. Five questions from Chris. He sends them to me. I don't even look at them. I just bring them up right here on my phone, and then I rapid answer them. What's it going to be about tonight? That is on the way. Plus, I've got some advice for a local team. Hang on. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show, streaming live at FoxSportsRapidCity.com and right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Black Hills Community Bank in Rapid City and Spearfish is your home loans bank. And with rates still low, you should ask them if your tax refund will cover your down payment on your home sweet home. Black Hills Community Bank is ready to be your local partner in helping you take that next step to home ownership. With local originators, underwriting and processing, and several down payment assistance options, is now your time to look at home ownership? Black Hills Community Bank in Rapid City and Spearfish at bhcbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hi, this is Britt Wicket at Elevate Performance. If you have an athlete in your family that is looking for sports training with proven results, Elevate Performance is ready to work with you. Our approach is different. We train one-on-one or in a small group, keeping the focus on your athlete, getting them to perform at their best. If your child is in middle school or high school, we have plenty of training options to fit your schedule. Take your game to the next level with Elevate Performance. To get your training started, visit ElevatePerformanceSD.com. KIMM Rapid City and K294BT Rapid City. This is the Black Hills Sports Station, 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. Farmers and ranchers with up to 24% lower shop rates than most local dealers. Adams ISC in Rapid City is your single go-to source for ag equipment inspection, service, and repair, including air conditioning. With over 20 years' experience, Adams ISC Ag Tech Gary Christensen will have your ag equipment repaired and serviced to your satisfaction, either in our shop or at your location with our fully equipped field service truck on Deadwood Avenue in Rapid City or at 605-343-9393. Contact Adams ISC. 
The doctors and staff at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center have provided expert bone, joint, and muscle care to patients in the Black Hills area since 1976. Whether you're an elite athlete, a weekend warrior, or just want to continue your active lifestyle, the orthopedic experts at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center will help you stay in the game. Don't let an injury keep you from doing the things you love. Trust the team at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, specializing in what moves you. Learn more at bhosc.com. Fans know some things just go together. Slam dunks and three-pointers, face paint and super fans, game days and tailgates. I'm State Farm agent Scott Carlson, and I know another winning combination, home and auto. Me and my team are here to help life go right when you combine your home and auto insurance, which saves you time and money. So get your home and auto on the same team and score some savings. Call me, State Farm agent Scott Carlson, at 342-0188. If you're in the market for a vehicle right now, you probably have noticed it's sometimes hard to find the right one. That's where Summit Automotive Group steps in. Stacy and Matt and their staff working hard to get a great selection of pre-owned vehicles at affordable prices. At Summit Automotive, they have a different outlook on selling you a vehicle. You'll experience stress-free shopping, friendly, honest service with no high-pressure sales gimmicks. Before you buy, drop by East Highway 44, SummitAutoGRP.com. Hi, it's Colin Cowart. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting the herd weekdays, 10 to 1, 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. Friday, how we doing? It's 5. It's like 5.13, actually, to be precise. It's the drive at 5, so you're into the weekend, I think. You're into the weekend. The drive at 5 of the Nate Brown Show brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. SummitAutoGRP.com. You know, you got to start there, okay? Take a look. SummitAutoGRP.com. Then get the real experience. Stacy and Matt and their staff, outstanding to work with. Car buying truly built around you. Find out the Summit difference. Big difference, summitautogrp.com. Start there before you buy your next pre-owned vehicle. Great selection, great prices, the right financing for you. Eric Williams is on tonight. He's the national NFL writer for Fox Sports. Got Eric on a Friday? Wow. Happy hour? <laughs> Eric Williams, Fox Sports NFL writer, coming up. We're going to break down a little bit of a uh, little more over-under win totals here. I love the win totals. They just came out yesterday for the NFL teams. Your team's going to win this. Your team's going to win that. Vegas is telling us how many games we're going to win. My Broncos are at 10. 10? You trying to tell me the Broncos are going to win less than 10 games? We're going to riot. We're going to ride. Uh, take it easy. Easy. Okay, Eric Williams coming up. NFL writer, Fox Sports. He's on the way. The Nate Brown Show in on uh, five questions with Chris. It's a Friday. I like saving these. I like saving these, you know. A little rapid fire. Five questions from Chris. He's a loyal Fox Sports Rapid City listener. I call him the number one fan. I know you all are great fans. I understand. Chris is in today. He's got five questions. I go right through them. He's, he's very thoughtful, very thoughtful. He sends him in, and I go right through him. Rapid-fire answers. Five questions from Chris on a Friday. Are we ready? One, 
why do you think drafting a franchise quarterback is so hard for NFL teams? There are teams that go 20 years or more between having a franchise quarterback like the Dolphins. What is it? Front office or team system issue? You know what I think it is? <laughs> I mean, I, I, everybody's supposed to be so smart, right? And there are a lot of smart folks. A lot of smart folks. Like, I want to tell you, like, John Elway knows football. John Elway, he's, he's the all-time great. He's an all-time great. John Elway listens to his scouts and listens to these guys, and he picks a guy like Paxton Lynch, and then he doesn't pick a guy like Josh Allen. And you, and you think about, where is that disconnect? You know, Paxton Lynch really did not much at Memphis, okay? It was, was a, you know, that was a reach, a reach. And he got Josh Allen, an unbelievable arm, unbelievable character. He has great intangibles, a great athlete at 6'5", 240. I mean, it's like, and it was like, no, nah, I'm going to go Paxton Lynch. And then a couple of years later, no, nah, we can't do Josh Allen. We're, we have the pick at number five, but we just, we just can't do it. And so I'm going to tell you what it is. People just get somewhat lucky. People think, oh, nothing's luck. Nothing's luck. As a matter of fact, though, you've got to find that right guy. He's got to have what? The unbelievable ability. That's number one. And then you got to have the intangibles. And I think the scouts and the GMs and the front office thing, they can't figure out who's going to be the guy. Who's going to be the Tom Brady? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I mean, everybody acts like Bill Belichick was unbelievable in picking Tom Brady. He picked him. It was one of the last picks of the draft, right? <laughs> so nobody knows. Russell Wilson, unbelievable character and leadership and mobility. Well, he was small. He was small, okay? There's guys that you think, it's like some guys you think home runs for sure, and then just go back here. Look at that class with Josh Allen. Look at that class. Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Everybody was telling you that Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield and these guys were better, right? They're better. Who's better, actually? Who's better? Josh Allen's the best. He's the best out of the class, okay? Josh Rosen, I mean, you know, he's, he's, he's gone. We don't even have these guys. I'm going to tell you, I don't think it's one of the – why is it so hard? Why do teams do it? It's unbelievably hard. You've got to have the luck – yeah, you got to have that. You got to have it. John Elway couldn't get it. There's a lot of guys that can't get it. They can't get the big picture and the complete package. The complete package. Because I think there are few and far between. There are few and far between. Just look at the NFL. Few and far between elite quarterbacks, franchise quarterbacks, and you just, um, you got to have that luck. You got to pick the right guy with the intangibles. And I think it's almost impossible. I really do. All the homework, and sometimes you outthink the room, and you make the play, and it doesn't work out. Um, so I, I don't want to necessarily say it's like a culture. It's just uh, some of these decisions, that might be one of the hardest in sports. What's the guy going to be athletically? What's it going to be mentally? What's it going to be in the locker room? How's he going to handle millions and millions of dollars? How's he going to handle working hard after he makes millions? And mi I mean, it's just so hard. Um, five questions from Chris. Here it is. Do you think there will be a big push 
in Denver for building a new stadium for the Broncos. The front office and the Broncos Trust running the team had said in the past couple of years that maintenance was costing a lot and uh, would be cheaper to build a new stadium. Hmm, hmm. Well, now that it caught on fire, that might start that process. <laughs> it caught on fire last week. That might start that process a little bit quicker. No, I like the Broncos Stadium. Nice stadium. Yeah, maybe the maintenance, whatever. Um, it's interesting. What's the appetite for new stadiums today in, in America? I don't know. Some people would say it's really hard. You know, public doesn't want to do that. Well, look at the Buffalo Bills. They're going to get $850 million from the public. They're going to get $850 million from the public, and their owners are off the charts wealthy. We know this, right? Now they're going to get $850 million, the Bills, okay? Um, I don't know if Denver's going to go new stadium or not. That's interesting. Interesting. I wouldn't see that in the near future, but here's the big question, right? The owner. So, um, first point, got to get the owner, and then what's the owner vision? Oh, new stadium? What, what are we going to do here? So the Broncos are going to have a big new chapter in this organization's book. And I think the new stadium probably down the line. Okay, which Major League Baseball team relocates first to a different city, Nate? Five questions from Chris tonight on the Nate Brown Show. Which Major League Baseball team relocates first to a different city? I'm going to go with the Oakland A's. The Tampa Bay Rays thing is, is just bizarre. Okay, well, we wanted to play in Montreal and Tampa. Well, that's a pipe dream. Okay, what, 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 half the season in Montreal, half in Tampa? I mean, that's unbelievable. That, that's not going to work. Tampa's just kind of twiddling their thumbs. Oakland's already kind of said, yeah, we're not going to do a stadium. I mean, we can't get that done here in the, in the um, relationship between the county and the city and the team and the whole thing. Oakland's already been to Las Vegas. Like the owners, some of the guys running the show for the Oakland A's, they're like, Vegas is nice. I mean, they've actually been kind of public. And I know it's all a game. Hey, we, we could go here. I'm going to say the Oakland A's go to Las Vegas. And I had an Uber driver down in Vegas tell me, you see that over there? That's where the A's are going to play. He told me that, the Uber driver. So when you get advice from an Uber driver, you get insight from an Uber driver in Vegas, you roll with it. So I'm going to go A's. Uh, to Vegas. Five questions from Chris. Couple more. Budweiser just cut ties with the Washington Commanders. They are the third corporate company to leave the franchise. Do you see Roger Goodell coming in and forcing a sale of a team with these investigations and the current ownership? What else did we just see here? Like uh, they're having some financial um, discrepancies the Washington commanders like had one set of financials at another set of financials uh what's going on over there Daniel Snyder and the crew they've had some issues behind the scenes a lot of them I'm gonna say I, I thought he would be in trouble here what was that a couple of years ago now there were some pretty big things I thought he was getting in big big trouble Daniel Snyder kind of skated skated keep going keep things going that club of, of NFL owners is so elite and Roger Goodell works for them. So I'm going to say no. I'm going to say the Washington Commanders and Daniel Snyder and the mess. You know, it's like, well, half I've already given up some of the team to my, you know, my wife and things like that. So, you know, we're, we're splitting up ownership here. You know, I'm going to say they're just going to keep rolling with uh, kind of a mess. Kind of a mess there at Washington behind the scenes. 
with all the allegations and, and things like that. And this latest thing with the financial stuff, that, that's bizarre, too. I, I don't think so, though. Roger Goodell takes a lot to kick out one of the guys. It takes a lot. As a matter of fact, all those owners, eh, let's not make a big stink about this, right? They, they kind of like, let's not make too big of a stink. I don't think. I think the Washington Commanders are, are just going to roll with Daniel Snyder as long as, they, as uh, the owners will let them. Final question from Chris tonight. What signing or trade in the NFL offseason do you think has been the riskiest? The riskiest, meaning the risk is great, but if it works, the front office gets all the credit. Well, that number one uh, move is who? Deshaun Watson. Not only risky to bring him in from the PR standpoint, they're getting pushed back there in Cleveland, but a contract I never thought I'd see for Deshaun, I, I don't know if I'd, I thought I'd see it at all. Remember when everybody got fired up about $80 million guaranteed for Kirk Cousins? I mean, we all just flipped our lid. Kirk Cousins, $80 million guaranteed? That's unbelievable. A couple of years later, a few years later, $230 million guaranteed. No questions asked. No questions asked about anything. Deshaun Watson, here's your money. Hope you stay healthy. Hope the civil suits go well. Hope everything works out for us. Hope you're still a really great player. Here's $230 million. That's a, the biggest risk you could take. The Browns did it. I didn't think we'd go to that level. $230 million guaranteed. Five questions from Chris in the books. Good stuff. We'll see if I'm right about anything. Coming right back with Eric Williams, national NFL writer for Fox Sports. How many games are the Vikings, the Chiefs, the Broncos going to win? And a big announcement. I've got a big announcement from Fox Sports Rapid City. What team should we carry on this radio station? We'll discuss next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Nate Brown Show and like us on Facebook by searching Fox Sports Rapid City. Have you hit a pothole or curb with your car? Does your vehicle need an adjustment or have an alignment, shock, or strut issue? Black Hills Tire is your one-stop shop for complete automotive service and repair in the Black Hills area. Trust your vehicle with no one else but Black Hills Tire. Contact Weston, Denise, and the guys at Black Hills Tire, where honesty, reliability, and safety is their top priority. Black Hills Tire voted the number one shop for automotive repair and brake repair and tire store in the Black Hills. Ask about their free pickup and delivery. Black Hills Tire. Check them out online at blackhillstire.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Partly cloudy skies tonight with lows around 29. West winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. A blend of clouds and sun tomorrow. High temperatures reach up to 59. Partly cloudy tomorrow night. Chance for scattered rain showers 35. Low 50s Sunday with a chance for mixed precipitation. Mid 60s partly cloudy Monday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently it's 46. First Gold Gaming Resort always has more exciting ways for you to win big. Just slide your club card into your favorite machine every time you play to win your share of $8,600 in weekend promo hot seat giveaways. Win $1,000 on the hour every hour from 6 p.m. till midnight every Saturday, which leads up to Deadwood's biggest single night giveaway, the $12,000 Golden Cash Blast on Saturday, April 30th. First Gold Gaming Resort, it's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. From the minute you wake up to the moment you fall asleep, Black Hills Energy is here. 
to support, inspire, and drive your next adventure. Because supporting your day-to-day -day is our everyday. And we are always here, ready for your next step. Black Hills Energy, ready. Everyone knows scratch tickets make great gifts during the holidays. But think about it. Scratch tickets are a perfect pick-me-up for a lot of occasions. Need to thank someone? Give them a scratch. Need to say I'm sorry like you really mean it? Give a scratch. Say congrats to that promotion. New house for your friend's new dog that looks more like a possum than a poodle. You know that thing likes a good scratch. The next time you need a gift that says whatever like you mean it, quit scratching your head and just give them a scratch. Scratch tickets from the South Dakota Lottery. Good fun. Must be 18 to play. Please play responsibly. Baseball and hot dogs, they go together like front porches and rocking chairs. And with Village Hearth Buns, you don't have to go to your local ballpark to enjoy a really good hot dog. Just grill up a package of quality Franks and serve with your favorite toppings on a Village Hearth Bun. They're the same delicious buns served at baseball stadiums throughout the Midwest. Village Hearth Buns, baking our best for you. Casting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Oh, we're glad it's Friday, right? Big weekend ahead. Final four. Women's final four tonight. I got pizza, beer, women's final four tonight. I'm going to watch it with my daughters. They get pizza and uh, Kool-Aid, I think. Something. Good stuff tonight. Final four tomorrow, BetMGM Sportsbook. Tim Lizzie, I'm there. Am I going to bet on Duke tomorrow? I'm at Dukey this time, isn't it? I mean, I can't, I, I can't just keep on saying, oh, I'm nervous, I'm this and that. It's time to go, Duke. Let's go. Coach Cadis' final year is going to win the whole thing? Okay, I'm excited about it. Eric Williams joining us tonight. Appreciate his time. NFL writer, Fox Sports. Eric underscore D underscore Williams. That's where he's at on Twitter. Eric's on the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports Rapid City. Eric, thanks for the time. How are you? Nate, thanks for having me. Happy Friday to you. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. I want to get into some over-unders and just kind of get your feel here. I love this from, from Vegas saying, Okay, this is uh, what we think this team is going to do, and it's really intriguing, some of these teams. But I'm going to ask you this. A listener asked me, what's the riskiest signing here or trade in this offseason? It's been a wild offseason. Which one is the riskiest? My answer was Deshaun Watson because of, you know, the whole story. Um, the 230 guaranteed, 230 million guaranteed. I never thought I'd see it. So that was my answer, but... You know, Aaron Rodgers might be risky. There, there might be some others. What's your answer? Well, I got to agree with you. I mean, Deshaun, just because of the money, it's all guaranteed, $230 million. So there doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of way of getting out of that. And then everything that comes with it, with, with all the off-the-field the court proceedings and, and what's going to happen there, that seems like the riskiest move. I think one low-key risky move that maybe people aren't talking about is Tyreek Hill. Mm. You know, they, they have to manage him in Kansas City in terms of his, his off-the-field issues. Now you move him to Miami with a, a new head coach that's young, that hasn't been in that situation before. 
Um, and I, I think Tyreek's from there, correct? He's from Florida. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's going back home. He's going to have his boys hitting him up and his family. He's going to have to deal with that. He's going to have to deal with that in Kansas City. I think that's one to watch as well. Okay, interesting. Um, would you put the Aaron Rodgers signing in a risky category? They're going about $50 million a year on average, 38. Is that is there some risk there? Yeah, I mean, I think there's risk anytime you're talking about a quarterback that's getting up there in years and you, you kind of wonder when they're going to eventually fall off the cliff and the production's going to go down. That hasn't happened with Aaron. And Aaron doesn't make a whole lot of plays with his feet, so he's kind of like Brady in that respect in terms of he makes a lot of plays within the pocket. He certainly can get outside the pocket and distort and do all those kind of things. So I would say that I, I think you kind of know what you're going to get with Aaron. I think the risk is is what are you going to get from Aaron in the postseason? You know, we just haven't seen him make that kind of deep postseason run. You know, part of that is kind of, you know, how they surrounded him with enough playmakers on offense, defense, and special teams to allow that to happen. But part of that is Aaron and and the play that he's made during critical moments of the game. So to me, that's the risk is are you, are you, is he going to, is he going to eventually get over the hump and get back to the Super Bowl at, at his age? I don't know if, if he's going to be able to do that. Eric Williams on tonight, Fox Sports NFL writer here on the Nate Brown Show. Um, one thing, I want to go to my Broncos. I'm just pumped, Eric. Russell Wilson, we got a lot of Broncos fans up here. So Broncos country is back. One thing that's mm-hmm. interesting, last couple of weeks, um, Russell Wilson's, you know, he's a big brand. He's a walking, yep. talking brand. He's got his own production team. They 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 set these things up right. He's throwing to Jerry Judy. He's throwing to Cortland yep. Sutton. Um, some people yep. in Denver just the last couple of days are going, "Is this about Russ or is this about the Broncos?" What do you make <laughs> of this? Well, I mean, I covered Russell for four years in Seattle, so you're just starting to get a little bit of glimpse of the Russell Wilson machine, and it's it's, it's a well-oiled machine and one that he he knows how to to, to run. Um, I think the thing that you get with Russell is you get all the production, but you also get the performance on the, on the field. So you're going to get both. But, yeah, I mean, you're, you're seeing it. I, I think he still has his home in Southern California, and that's where he's filming a lot of that stuff. He has a field down there. He has a gym. Um, basically he has his own kind of facility at his house where he can go and get a lot of work done and, and have people come in. Uh, but, but every single thing that Russell does is calculated. Um, you've seen the the signature thing that he's saying afterwards. Let's ride. Yep. You know, with Seattle, it was it was go Seahawks. So now it's it's, it's let's ride. Um, so I mean, believe me, he probably thought about that for a couple of weeks. What he was going to say when he when he made the move to go to Denver. Um, so is, is know, that he, all bad? Is that bad? I'm, I'm saying I'm okay with it. We're not used to it in Denver, Eric. Like you know, we've just had. Case Keenum and Trevor Simeon and some of the, some of these guys. Yeah. Now we got the guy, production team, the brand, the slogan. I, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it too if it results in, in wins on game days and eventually making an appearance in the Super Bowl. And Russ has the talent to do that. He has the motivation to do that based on how things ended in Seattle. So I don't think it's bad at all as long as as long as things are happening the way you want them to on the field. And again, I mean. He's going to bring notoriety and um, and eyes back on that franchise, which it deserves based on the the way that the the fans support that franchise in Denver and and beyond that. NFL writer Fox Sports Eric Williams on the Nate Brown Show. Find him on Twitter Eric underscore D underscore Williams. Um, AFC North over unders. Let's just run through a few. 
Um, Ravens, Bengals, Browns with Deshaun Watson. Ravens, Bengals, Browns come out from Vegas all at nine and a half. All of them at nine and a half. Who's the best team there? Ravens, Bengals, Browns. I'll go with Bengals. I I don't think that was a fluke last year. I think they're legitimately a good team, and I think Burrow is is a – uh, is one of the top five, top ten quarterbacks in the league, the way he plays right now. And I think they did a good job of, of upgrading the offensive line, which needed to be, to be done. Um, they still kept some pieces defensively. So, yeah, I, I think all those three are probably about right. Okay, interesting. Nine and a half, nine and a half, nine and a half uh, in the AFC North. Similar situation in the AFC West. So I'll ask you. Um, you're out there. You see the Chargers, and so I'm going to ask you: Chiefs are at ten and a half. Okay, so mm-hmm. they lead the way in the AFC West, but just barely. Chargers are at ten. Broncos are at ten. Then the Raiders are down there at eight and a half. There might be some value there. What do you think about? Yeah. I mean, that that tells me they're going to beat each other up. And they're also playing the NFC West this year, which you know should be factored into that number. Yeah, um, I think the Raiders is low. I, I, I like the over for the Raiders, and I think the Chargers is high. Um, you do? Okay, you think they're going to go under 10? I think they'll go under 10. Just I think there's still some, some issues to be resolved there. I, I like getting the cornerback. I like Khalil Mack. Joey Bosa, Bosa has trouble staying healthy year in and year out. That would be my concern, is are they going to be really able to keep both Khalil and Joey healthy and then have enough pieces surrounding them so the defense improves. I think I'm, I'm taking a wait-and-see approach to that, and I wouldn't be surprised if they finish 9-8 and eight again. Uh, the two top teams in the league, uh, according to Vegas, the Bills and the Buccaneers, at least win totals. They got mm-hmm. the Bills at 11.5 and, and the Buccaneers at 11.5. Are you buying those? I'm buying both of those just because I still think Tom Brady's going to play at a high level. Um, I know that Bruce Arians stepped down. Uh, but I like Todd Bowles as a coach. Uh, so, you know, the defense is going to still play at a, a high level under Bowles. And then, you know, I, I think um, Brady will have a little bit more control of the offense with, with Arian stepping down. Um, so I, I like the Bucks to still still be, you know, double-digit wins. And then the Bills adding Von Miller is huge. It, it gives them a legitimate closer uh, on, on game days. That I can help them finish games along with, obviously, Josh Allen and everything that they have on offense. So um, I, I like both of those totals. And it's interesting because the Bills have a fairly easy road, or it should be, the AFC mm-hmm. East and, and the Buccaneers, not that hard of a road in the NFC South. Uh, speaking of the Bucks, should we just think the whole thing was, was buttoned up and ready to go? Bruce Arians <laughs> is out. Um, even though Brady's back for one more year, Bruce said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to bag it. I, I just wonder. Yeah, I, I think there's there's certainly reason to wonder, you know, because, you know, it happened so soon after Brady coming back. Uh, you know, I'll tell you this, you know, Bruce has had a history of health issues. It's one of the reasons that he stepped down in Arizona. And then obviously he felt like he had more left in the tank and had unfinished business. Coaching is a grind in the league with as many hours as you have to put in, night in, night out, in order to have this kind of success that, a team like the Bucks is going to have. And, and at the age Bruce is at, he really has nothing else to coach for. He already won a Super Bowl. He already kind of proved that he's one of the best coaches to ever do it. And so I understand kind of, you know, taking a step back and just saying, can I really do this health-wise for another year, along with everybody, everything else factored into it, you know, kind of the reports of 
there being, you know, some friction in terms of the relationship between himself and Brady. Um, I think when you factor all that in, the kind of success that he has, his age, and just wanted to spend more time with his family, I think the decision makes sense. Last over-under, and I'll let Eric Williams run. Uh, there's some Vikings fans up here. They sit at nine. Um, that was about the same number last year. I don't know if they're mm-hmm. going to be better, but but I think so. Um, and the Packers are at 11. I'm I'm yeah. I'm I'm a little worried about the Packers, but you know they've won 13 games the last few years. Where are you going, Packers Vikings? Uh, I like Packers. I'm bullish on them just because everything is in place, except mm. for obviously losing their best receiver. Yeah. But I think Rodgers can kind of figure things out offensively. I'm. I'm more under on the Vikings just because the first year head coach, you have kind of have to establish a culture. You're going to be put in situations that you've never been uh, put in before in terms of Kevin O'Connell, who, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for Kevin as a coach. Got to see him up close when he worked with the Rams, and he's from San Diego, you know, where, where I live. And so obviously, I have a lot of respect for him kind of working his way up. I just think first year coaches, there's a lot of things that you don't usually have to deal with as a coach, just kind of being the, the CEO of the team. And so. Again, I would I would maybe say the under. The one thing I will say about the overs and unders, Seahawks at six wins, I like the over there. Mm, I think okay. he's, Pete's going to figure it out. I think they're going to get a quarterback, whether it's it's Mayfield or Garoppolo. They're going to get a, a quarterback in there or or in the draft, and Pete will be able to establish kind of the system that he had when Russell first got there in 2012, which is running the football, playing great defense, and taking shots off play action. So I, I think. To me, that, that's the number that sticks out to me is, is, is the Seahawks. I think it's six or six and a half. Yeah, you covered the Seahawks, so you, you know that culture and that and that organization. I kind of feel that way, too. I'm going, Seahawks six? I think I think they're going to win more than that. I don't think they're going to be mm-hmm. like a playoff team or anything, but I think they're going to win more than that. Eric Williams yeah. on tonight uh, from San Diego, Fox Sports National NFL writer here on the Nate Brown Show. Eric, good to have you. I appreciate your time. Sure, no problem. Thanks for having me, and have a good weekend. All right, you too. Eric Williams, uh, find him on Twitter at Eric underscore D underscore Williams, national NFL writer for Fox Sports, uh, live from San Diego, one of my favorite cities. I just love it. Maybe I can stay with Eric next time. (laughs) Maybe not. You'll be like, eh, probably not. Uh, Come on, Eric, where do you live? La Jolla? I like that. I like that place. Um, So he goes Packers. Over 11. Eric, Eric, don't you know this is Vikings territory? He goes Packers over 11. He goes Vikings under 9. Um, thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. I think he's a nut thinking we're going to be under 9, but oh. a, he's, <laughs> a, he's a professional. I'm not. Well, maybe. Maybe. Okay. but I'd I, I bet a serious uh, lunch on that one easily. Um I would, too. I'm going to go over nine. You know that. Over nine. Come on. I think so, too. We're building a defense, and, you know, the offense should be okay if we could stay healthy. But, but it's uh, dicey. I will say that. We'll be no, sweating not, it. No, I'm not confident, like, <laughs> that confident. But I'm willing to bet a lunch on it. But anyhow, uh, when it comes to covering the Broncos or the Vikings, you know, you got more of a core uh, Bronco audience here in Rapid City, I would oh, say. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd Guess what? To Guess be the what? Vikings more. I'd rather be the Vikings, but okay. you know, going around and you know, sitting in some of the sports bars on Sundays and stuff like that, there's definitely more. I'd say it's probably seventy thirty. Broncos. 
7030 Broncos. Broncos. What's this show? What's this show? You know, give me give me the breakdown. What 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 do I do? Give me the breakdown. Coverage. What do you mean? Be honest. So do I talk more Broncos or do I talk more Vikings? What do I do? I would say just because your core audience, if it, if it were me, I'm being fair, and it was my show, I'd end up talking more Broncos. <laughs> where, where, am I, where am I at right now? Am I 50-50? I mean, you listen a lot, right? I do. I, I know there's more Bronco fans out there in Rapid City. All I right. Do. All I right. think so. But, uh, I'm fair and balanced, I'll tell you. Yep. I'll just find my Fox North. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Um, that's interesting. So I've got an announcement here. I've got an announcement. What team are we going to cover? What team are we going to cover on Fox Sports Rapid City? Not the Broncos. Not the Vikings. The, I, I've been told this. I said, hey, this, uh, they told me. The consultants, you know, we have a consultant here, okay? They told me. The consultants say, this is a popular team. They're very, very good. So you're going to have that interest. Then there's people that hate them, so you're going to have that interest. Then there's your geographic coverage there. There's people that, that you know, follow this team and that go to the games. And now I'm sitting here looking, well, who, who could it be? And they told me, you got to do it. You got to do it. So sign the deal to cover the Kansas City Chiefs. Hello? You still there? Look at the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm a Broncos fan, and I got to cover the Kansas City Chiefs on this radio station? Anybody buying that? It's April Fool's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a letdown. That's a great uh, – come on. We had some fun with that. I mean, we, if you think I'm going to cover the Kansas City Chiefs, you are crazy. little free-for-all Friday for you, all right? No. <laughs> no Kansas City Chiefs on this station. We're coming back with more. Hang on. I've got something for you, though. Speaking of covering a team, okay, this university brought all their coverage in-house. Most universities now, they have multimedia right companies say, hey, we're going to cover you. We're going to put you on TV, radio. We get all the advertising rights, and we'll give you all this money in the world every year. But this university said, we're going to do this on our own. Was it the right call? We'll discuss. Hang on. This is the Nate Brown Show. I'm Tyler Hoglin, and this is my wife, Dee, and we own D-Tie Vet Supply. Pioneer Bank has been very good to us. All our banking was with Pioneer Bank. What you find oftentimes in big corporate banks is they don't allow people to run their business the way that it should be ran. And without a doubt, it's been just an easy, easy relationship with Pioneer Bank. Very easy. Yeah, we support them because, you know, they support us. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. Pioneer Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Bill from Wire Free USA, your local authorized direct TV retailer. You wouldn't buy an expensive, high-powered motorcycle and then put training wheels on it, would you? So why would you try to get a beautiful picture on that expensive HD TV by hooking it up to cable? DirecTV offers access to 200 full-time high-definition channels. Ask how you can get your TVs connected to the Internet, and you can get DVR functionality in every room on every TV. With Genie, DirecTV's most advanced HD DVR ever, you have the ability to record up to five shows at the same time. Never call an 800 number again. Call us at 343-3806 or stop by our showroom at 680 North Lacrosse Street, three blocks south of Walmart. 
The future is Wire Free USA with DirecTV. 24-month agreement required. HD channel count varies by package selection. HD equipment required. Hardware and programming available separately. Additional and advanced receiver fees apply. New approved customers only. Other conditions apply. Call for details. Ever since Barron's Wilson Funeral Home first opened their doors in Rapid City 140 years ago, they have continued to make personal service their number one priority. In your time of grief, they offer a personal touch by being at your side through every step of the funeral process. They answer difficult questions and guide you toward other professional services you may need. See for yourself the wide variety of services they can provide for you by visiting their website at barronswilson.com. Hey, Black Hills, Boss Pizza and Chicken is now bringing you the best new sports bar in Rapid City. Grab your crew and check out the new Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar on North Lacrosse Street. Same great pizza, chicken, and food you love from Boss, and now a full-service bar with beer, wine, and liquor. Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar is a newly remodeled sports bar with TVs all around and a sports ticker dedicated to local and regional sports. This is the place for sports fans in the Black Hills. The new Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar in North Lacrosse and Rapid City. They're open early and open really late. Also with delivery at Boss Pizza chicken.com. And 200, 2 and a quarter, 2 to the bit, 1 to the bit, 1 to get 200 to the bit, 2 and 75 now, 3. Hi folks, Kevin McPherson, McPherson Auction Company. We can turn your property to cash. We can sell your personal property and your real estate at auction. A family business for 64 years and counting. We've sold several millions of dollars in property over the years. We're happy to consult with you on your auction plans. Let our selling experience work for you. Call McPherson Auction, 605-348-1369. Visit us on our web at McPhersonAuction.com. The doctors and staff at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center have provided expert bone, joint, and muscle care to patients in the Black Hills area since 1976. Whether you're an elite athlete, a weekend warrior, or just want to continue your active lifestyle, the orthopedic experts at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center will help you stay in the game. Don't let an injury keep you from doing the things you love. Trust the team at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, specializing in what moves you. Learn more at bhosc.com. At Black Hills Federal Credit Union, our top priority is providing value to our members. Since 1941, we have helped our neighbors buy homes and vehicles, finance their farms and ranches, insure their assets, and retire comfortably. From Custer to Sioux Falls, we live and work in our communities, and we treat our members like family. Visit bhfcu.com to learn more about how you can join. BHFCU is member-owned, not-for-profit, and federally insured by NCUA. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Live on a Friday on Fox Sports Rapid City. I just did my own little April Fool's joke. <laughs> We're getting feedback on this thing. Hey, it was, it was harmless. It was harmless. I said, what team are we going to air their games, right? What team in the NFL should we air their games? And we had guys calling in saying, hey, you, you know, you should do the Broncos. You know, I love the Vikings. You should do the Vikings. Then we just had a listener text like, hey, I want it to be the Packers. And then I said, we're going to air the Kansas City Chiefs. 
I'm kidding. It's April Fools. Okay, I got you, right? I got you. Give me some credit. No Chiefs games on Fox Sports Rapid City. I'm sorry. I'm a Broncos fan. It's it's not happening. All right. Fox Sports Rapid City, April Fool's. Good start to April. I hope you're doing well. Let's get into Inside Sports Medicine, brought to you by Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, the expert team. And when it comes to orthopedic care, you know they take care of the elite athletes uh, out there on the court and field right now to the weekend warrior like you and I. Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, online at bhosc.com. Orthopedic surgeon, Inside Sports Medicine, Dr. Lou Papendick on tonight. Lou, good to have you. How are you? Nate, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I mean, we're getting ready for some blue blood. And yes. not only that, but how about those lady rabbits? Oh, I'll A tell you. blue there as well. I'll tell you, it's been an unbelievable time for um, basketball. USD goes to the Sweet 16, South Dakota State, WNIT Championship. I love it. And the Final Four tomorrow. I want to get into something. You sent this to me. and You, you know, we've talked about a lot of great topics. Um, one is, is okay, we're going to go to this. He's a celebrity. He's had an unbelievable career. Tony Hawk, the skater Tony Hawk. And you sent this to me. You said, man, look at this story. So he breaks his elbow 20 years ago, and now he breaks his femur. Um, at an older age. So, you know, tell me about why you wanted to discuss this. Yeah, I mean, I just thought it was a really interesting story. Tony Hawk, I mean, super famous. And, you know, we all want to keep going, right? I mean, it might be it might be Brady coming out of retirement, a little bit older, not quite as agile, and these guys still have it in their heart. They want to do it, and sometimes it just doesn't work out. We get a little more brittle as we get older. And Tony Hawk, I mean, that x-ray, you know, we saw it on social media, but the x-ray, he fractured his femur and broke his hip on the same side. Mm. And that's like, wow, double whammy. And you could see the intramedullary rod in his femur, and they access the femur through his knee to pound a rod up his femur. And then the reason they did that is because he also fractured the neck of his femur, which is part of the hip. And the thing about that fracture is there is an issue of blood supply to the, to the ball of your ball and socket hip. Mm. And sometimes... The blood supply gets disrupted, and the ball dies from lack of blood flow, and that requires hip replacement. Now, I'm sure they got it fixed early. He probably is going to do well, but when I saw the screws in the neck of the femur and the rod up his femur, I'm like, wow, what an injury. Okay, so this is Tony Hawk, and I know he's gotten up there in age. What type of recovery is potentially ahead here? Yes. So to heal those fractures, just for the bone itself to heal, it's two to three months. And then you still have to rehab, start walking, getting muscle strength back. The picture we saw, he was you know, already using crutches and probably just touch weight bearing. But uh, you know, he's not gonna be back for a full year, I'm sure, if he wants to skate again. I'll tell you, these guys think, as you said, they're they're primetime athletes in their heyday. They're they're getting older, and then things like this happen. Is it one of those things you think about, Lou? As we get older, more serious injuries can happen. Yes, they can, and certainly 
certainly the risk of it happening is just higher. I mean, just, let's just face it. You know, we lose a little bit of our agility and the flexibility. It just it happens, and and that's the challenge that these you know these more senior athletes face. Tell you, it's a challenge a lot of us face. I know that Black Hills Ortho Orthopedic Surgeon Dr. Lou Papendick on. So you know he's a little more, he's a little older. His his recovery. You, you talked about standard. As as he is older as well, the recovery's got to be a little tougher. No, I would think so too. But you know he's going to have access to the best of the best when it comes to physical therapy. He's mentally in a state where he will really get after it. He's going to want to do well. But it's the same principles, right? The body has to heal, and then he's got to regain flexibility, muscle strength, coordination. Yeah, it's, it's, going to be quite, it's going to be quite the recovery. I'll tell you, Tony Hawk's not like competing a ton, but he's still really active and doing some of this stuff. Is he going to be able to do stuff or just, uh, hey, I just am glad I can walk and, and be active? You know, the the x-ray that they showed right after surgery looks like the surgery and the surgeon got things anatomic. And if they heal, he should have a very good recovery. He should be able to get back and be active and uh, do well. Dr. Lou Papendick, always good. Uh, you sent me that one. I'm like, oh, boy, this, uh, this is a <laughs> tough one for Tony Hawk. Inside Sports Medicine on tonight. Brought to you by Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center Orthopedic Surgeon here in Rapid City, Lou Papendick. Lou, always great. I hope you have a great weekend. Thanks for the time. Thanks a lot, Nate. Go Blue. All right. I love it. He's saying go Blue for the Jackrabbits, and maybe he's saying it for my Dukies, too. Maybe. See, I can <laughs> – maybe maybe he's saying that. Dr. Lou Papendick, um, orthopedic surgeon, one of the best here at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, helping you stay in the game. Learn more at bhosc.com. More access, better options at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, um, your expert team in Rapid City. Uh, I'll tell you, that was interesting. I looked at that. Um, Tony Hawk deal. He sent this to me. He goes, hey, here's Skater. Here's what's going on. And, and at his age now, um, I guess he's got an HBO um, deal coming out, documentary about his life and his career. And uh, so check that out. Tony Hawk's got that coming out on HBO until the wheels fall off. And uh, he just broke his femur up into his hip area. Youch. Youch. I talk around. I talk about that here doing this radio show. I'm stumbling into the studio. It sucks getting old. I tell that to my boy Matt Kearney here. And I'm still. Uh, I'm still a gamer. I'm still a gamer, right? Okay, let's get into uh, who's hot and who's not. Brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. We'll wrap it up tonight on a Friday. Get you set for basketball. South Dakota State women tomorrow. They are my who's hot candidate. How could it not be? I mean, it's an easy choice. You look at it, South Dakota State women, they miss the NCAA tournament because the Summit League doesn't very uh, very often get another bid. They get the automatic champion, not going to get another bid. I think they, they should take a look. And I think they're proving something here. South Dakota State women, 28-9. If they can win the WNIT tomorrow, they're saying, hey, USD made the Sweet 16. That was our only conference loss, and they made the Sweet 16. So I think the Jackrabbit women got robbed. I'm putting them in my who's hot category, making the WNIT title game. They've got Seton Hall tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon on CBS Sports Network. What a season for Haley Timmer as well. She joined us earlier tonight from St. Thomas More, now a true freshman. 
Scored 15 points last night. A win over UCLA. South Dakota State women, 28-9. Uh, continuing to have a huge season of women's college basketball here in South Dakota. In our Pizza Ranch Who's Not category, I'm going to go to this one. I, I don't think it's a great call. Now, there's bigger people making bigger decisions than I do, but I don't think it's a great call. The University of Nebraska had an offer here years ago. Learfield Sports, they carry all of these uh, university games. Okay, Learfield does radio, multimedia, social, marketing, signage in the stadium. So do you get that? Multimedia rights holder. That's Learfield. They offered Nebraska $20 million a year. Okay? That was when Bill Moose was there. Bill Moose, the former athletic director for the Huskers. And, and there's no questions asked. No strings. Here's $20 million, Then we get to do all the advertising and the radio and, and all that stuff. Okay? And Learfield does it with a bunch of universities, major programs. Nebraska said, no, we're not going to do that $20 million a year. No, no, no. We're going to go in-house. So they do it all on their own. They do the media rights, the whole thing, in-house. Not very many universities do that anymore. So they do it in-house. Last year, they made $11 million. So they were offered $20 million. Didn't have to do any, any work, basically. They just would have made the $20 million. They made, after expenses, doing it in-house, $11 million. Now they were just offered a deal from JMI Sports. This is JMI Sports, another company that does all this. They just offered Nebraska $18 million a year. $18 million a year. They just did it, and they were going to announce it this week. And now that deal is done. Even with new athletic director Trev Alberts, he said, uh, there's some other offers, there's some other things there. So the Huskers, the media rights, the games, the advertising, the whole thing, still kind of out there. JMI Sports said, we'll give you $18 million a year. The Huskers didn't do that deal either. Got to do a deal. I'd do a deal. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great weekend. Hoops, man. It's hoops. We'll be at the Ben MGM Sportsbook. Tin Lizzie for the final four. Good luck to South Dakota State tomorrow. We're back on a Monday. That's National Championship Night. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple on right now.